I can't go. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Queer Bait Podcast, where two queer chicks talk queer shit. I'm your host, Ainsley, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Maureen. Hello. So we missed last week, because we suck. We did. We do. It's official. Well, we were trying to do something with a couple of our friends, and then it, it took a lot longer getting, you know, five people together. It did, and there was too much assumed, alcohol involved. And then we got really drunk, so we don't know if it's usable or not, but we're definitely gonna, gonna <laughs> try. Um, so I'm excited because this, this is the podcast. It's gonna be Wednesday, the uh-huh. 24th. The 24th? Cool. So that means in exactly one week from now, we'll be dropping our Halloween podcast. Oh, and, we have a po- Yeah, that. And let me tell you, I am <laughs> so excited. I love Halloween. I'm a Halloween bitch. <laughs> I got some big things planned that I haven't even told Maureen She's a liar. Yet. She just likes the candy. Don't listen. Ah, it's so true. I really do like free candy. Um, and I especially love candy with razor blades and needles in them. What the? So. <laughs> Why you gotta get dark? <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because I do have a few really cool things planned for our Halloween episode. Okay. And I think we might release more than one podcast for Halloween. Okay. If everything I have in mind. I didn't mind, know these things, but okay. Yeah, if everything good. I have in mind goes to plan, we should have a couple to release <laughs> on Halloween, day slash night, whenever we get around to it. <laughs> And then, um, like I said, last week's episode, we're seeing what we can do with it because it's five <laughs> girls yelling and drinking. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, look forward to that because I love Halloween. And let's be real here queer people have the best Halloweens. <laughs> Truly. Accurate. <laughs> Truly. But this week, I wanted to talk about there's a few things that I learned in the news and I was like okay cool so how can I make this a bigger topic and then I was like let's talk queer music and I don't just mean um you know words that insinuate queerness or you know like I want to talk about songs that are written by queer people about queer things <laughs> like a very limited genre like that girl's song oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah so that's what i want to talk about and the reason this came to my head is because i found out about a couple and they warmed my heart and i was like <laughs> i absolutely want to talk about these people because i originally was gonna have just a podcast talking about some queer writers or artists i mm-hmm. should say but then I found out there are a couple, and I was like, I gotta do it now. <laughs> so, you've seen Hunger Games. Yes. Correct. Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. That's not who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Rue? The, the um, young... Yeah, what is her actress's name? Her name is Amandla... Oh, yeah, Stein- Steinberg. Something like that. Okay, I thought that that was who played her, but I wasn't really sure. Yeah, so you know of her, you know her as Rue. Is she queer? In Hunger Games. Let me get to it! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she was in Hunger, I think that's where most people know. But (laughs) she had come out as bisexual. Oh. uh, A year or two ago. Oh, bisexual representation. Oh, it gets better. And so... She wasn't really on my radar because I've never seen The Hunger Games. But now this year, mm-hmm. um, a movie that I believe is coming out either this week, next week, or, or soon is The Hate You Give. Oh my god, is that her? Yeah, that's her. 
I didn't even realize. I haven't really looked at the movie that much. Yeah, because honestly, it's not a movie that I was particularly interested in. Just because, like, I know it's based off of a teen book. It sold really well. It's a beautiful story that needs to be told, but... Uh Well, books are always better, but I hear that this one is really good. Yeah. So I was excited for the movie because I was like, oh, this is definitely a story that needs to be told. It's meant for a younger audience, which I think a lot of these issues that are spoken about in the book are usually not things that are mentioned in the Uh young audience realm, and they were. And so I thought it was definitely a brilliant book that should be made into a movie and I I think it's going to do very very well Mm -hmm. but then I realized that it's um you know man her name is hard I'm so sorry I'm gonna get it wrong every time um Amandla because it's not Mm -hmm. Amandala it's Amandla yeah it's it's really tough I'm so sorry yeah it's a beautiful name and I just wish I wasn't such an asshole and could actually pronounce it (laughs) but um then I found out that she was in it and I was like oh like that's pretty big. Like, this young woman came out as bisexual a few years ago at the height of her career. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, and now she's going to have this even bigger breakout oh, movie. Super fucking cool. During this press tour. Uh-huh. So two things that we have to fix with our language now with her. We are no longer allowed to say her because she has come out as genderqueer who wants um, they, their pronouns. No way! So they want they, their pronouns. Oh, I like how you led up into this. Yeah. You're like, here's our review. Reveal. Um, Wants they, their pronouns and has come out as gay. Man. No longer bisexual, which I love because they... I think it was in an interview, I don't know where I read it, to be honest, but said, uh, and I thought it was be- beautifully said, like, sexuality is fluid, she's all, sorry, I said she, <laughs> they uh, were bisexual and now have figured out that they are no longer Oh my gosh. Bisexual. Which, you know, is such a fair point, because I feel oh, like yeah. people are like, oh, you were gay all along, and it's like, mm. I wasn't 10 years old all along because I was 10 years old at one point. Like, I turned into something else. I just thought it was so wonderful to finally have uh, such a young person. Mm -hmm. They are only 19. Dang. So when Hunger Games was popular. They popping. They were young, man. They were young. And to come out as bisexual that young, being in such a big movie. Yeah. Amanda's freaking rocking it. Yeah. You know what? That's really cool. Like, because I think I've only seen them in roles, or at least maybe that's just all I hear because I only hear about the controversial roles, you know, but it was like with Rue, like, oh, Rue is black, you know, and it's just like, that was the big thing of Hunger Games. I mean, not that Hunger Games was like a political statement by any, I mean, it is inherently, but you know, the movie itself was like this big film franchise. No, it was meant to make money. Yeah, it was meant to make money. It was like a teen movie. It, It may have significant influence you know Mm -hmm. or like it might actually mean something but let's be honest the movies weren't made to say something they were meant to make money which is fine which is fine but like you know even to have that little part oh my god and okay so like favorite part of this i don't know if you were gonna go anywhere with this but like favorite part i love somebody who proclaims what they want to be called you know, to Hollywood, so they can call it out, you know, because it's like Ruby Rose, I don't know if, 
maybe everybody just ignores Ruby Rose or if Ruby Rose has made big statements about what she has. So yeah. I read an interview where she was quoted saying she uh, is genderqueer. She prefers the term, um, I believe she said gay over lesbian. Uh-huh. Um, but she did make it a point that she prefers she, her pronouns. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. Yeah, so I did I read love, that for sure. Like, I love that somebody's forcing Hollywood to actually use pronouns, you know, because now you can call them out. You know, if a reporter is like, hey, hey, girl, or, you know, however yeah. a reporter freaking talks. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, what are you doing, lady? You know, Amanda's going to be like, I told you call me they. Yeah, That's which that. which is so great that they were able to turn it so quickly. Right? Which I love. And and, and to do it during this press tour. Which that is, is such a smart time so that people yeah. can really put thought into how they address somebody. So not only is is Amanda saying sexuality is fluid, it can change. Uh-huh. They're saying that they're they're making this huge movie about uh people of color and like and race in america race in america police brutality so she's making they are making this beautiful <laughs> it's really hard to like flip a switch Sometimes and start it doing is, but i feel like it's appreciated even if you have to catch yourself every time if you try yeah <laughs> um you know about uh police brutality race in america like you were saying and then on top of it to make such a big statement about pronouns and gender queerness, something that yeah. isn't represented at all. Yeah, and what a good time to do it on a press tour versus for such a big movie. Like yeah. this movie's gonna be huge. It already has um, Oscar talks, yeah. and and ah. Amanda's the star of it. Yeah, literally. What a time to be alive. She is Amanda. Well, the character. She, the character, is the star. Star because Ha the, the character's, character's name, name is Star. Star. <laughs> uh, You're so, I, so I just absolutely loved reading this interview that Amanda did. And then I found out something even better, which I had no <gasps> idea about. I know. The, the <laughs> fact that they are nineteen the holy actors? cow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Amanda is nineteen. I just meant, like, all the actors. Oh, you're right, because the students are high school students, the characters. Okay. No, I'm not talking about the movie yeah. at all. I'm specifically oh, okay. talking about Amanda personally is 19 in real life uh-huh. and uh, have such strong stances and to speak so beautifully and eloquently about topics that aren't normally talked about. Yeah. I love just the age factor is blowing my mind because at 19, I couldn't even formulate a sentence. Right? <laughs> like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I am so surprised. Better thing that has come out. Okay. Another genderqueer person uh-huh. who uses she, her pronouns. Okay. By the way. I looked that one up, too, because I wasn't sure and I didn't want to talk out of my ass. <laughs> right now is using her pronouns, um, who is a musician who I had been following for about a year because their EP came out not too long ago. Uh-huh. I had been kind of following, wasn't, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll talk about her, maybe I won't, but I figured now it'll lead us into, like, other queer musicians and stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, wait, wait. I want to lead up to this. Do I know this person? I don't think so. Okay. Kind of more obscure. I don't want to use I the think word obscure, so. but like, okay, cool. I believe so. All right, go for but it. But I think they're gonna blow onto the scene real quick. Uh huh. 
Um, have you heard of King Princess? Nope, not at all. No. Okay. <laughs> Love the name already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, the, the stage name, obviously. The stage name King Princess already speaks to gender queerness. King Princess. Is this just a one person? It's just one person. Okay. And she, King Princess, is dating Amanda Steinberg. What? And I had no idea, and all of a sudden I started seeing a bunch of Snapchats, and they're on each other's Snapchats <laughs> you all don't the time. Even have Snapchat. I know, but I go on YouTube and watch people's Snapchats. <laughs> oh my god, that's so creepy. <laughs> a little creepy, but that's okay. Um, and I started seeing their Snapchats, and they're together all the time. And then finally, I saw one where they were kissing. I was like, oh, okay, so they are in fact dating. <laughs> if only the first picture you saw every time was the kissing you know like (laughs) yeah would have made my research a lot easier but i had been listening to a few songs of king princess you know me i'm not really into new music at all but (laughs) i had heard i was like oh there's this genderqueer person who's kind of making some music making some noise um out there i was like okay i'll give it a chance and then what i absolutely love is her videos and Mm -hmm. what she actually says she is genderqueer using she her pronouns also gay and you said she's like 19 also 19 yeah so she's kind of going on the scene and and what i love about her music is it's not really my thing but like i dig it a little bit. I think you would really like it. I like it. Ve- it's very air. I think everybody, every review that I read of hers is like, oh, she's like Lord, but like more airy and floaty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I think definitely right up your alley. But her music is so she is a queer person, gender queer person, uh, and all of her songs are like written. I shouldn't say all of her songs because not all of her songs are about love. Uh huh. But her love songs or songs about other people are always geared towards women. Oh. Which is really cool. Like another Hailey Kiyoko. Yeah. Not to say that everybody's in like Hailey Kiyoko's shadow, shadow forever, but like, eh, you know. Yeah, so I figured King Princess would lead us into Hailey Kiyoko and other artists oh, like shoot, her. Oh, did I jump that gun? Yeah, you jumped it a oh, little man. bit. But that's okay. I figured you would ruin this for me. <laughs> So, King Princess's music, please go listen Wait, to it. what's King Princess's real name? Do you know? Michaela. I'm just curious. Strauss. Michaela Strauss. Michaela Strauss. Yeah. Well, I had seen the video, because on my YouTube, anything gay or can be perceived as queer pops up. <laughs> um, her video, Talia, is her singing a song about somebody named Talia. Obviously, a love song of some form. And she's in a bed with, like, a female mannequin, which sounds really creepy, but it's not. It's, like, very, like, representative yeah, of what she's it. saying. Haley Kiyoko just lays on the floor in her Stop music. it! We're not at Haley Kiyoko yet! Okay. <laughs> You're getting it's too excited. To comparisons. <laughs> we will, we will. Um, but I want to give King Princess the, the stage, because I think what she's saying is very important. Mm-hmm. Again, being such a young voice is so important. I know, I didn't even know who I was at 19. Yeah. And to Still be don't. to be able to you know have these big views of the world and to actually be part of the community and mm-hmm. and really push it towards a positive way yeah is just excellent freaking and love the it. fact that they're together I'm just like you are the young and I'm gonna use the word gay <coughs> the young gay power couple that I think the queer community needs right now 
Hell yeah. Like, it is like amazing. the Bet and Tina of late teen couples. Stop it. Bet and Tina were not a good couple. Okay, but, like, at the beginning when they were a power couple? They were... No, like, I don't want... You shouldn't use the word power couple for a couple that did really terrible things to each other and were kind of controlling and abusive towards each other. Okay, well, if like, I, I like love it. the L word, but I will never say that Bet and Tina are couple goals. None <laughs> of the people on that show are couple goals. They're terrible to one another. Fine. That's what makes it a good show. If it was, like, a good, <laughs> like, if they were a good couple, we'd be freaking bored all the time. It's <laughs> so like, I get it, but, like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, yeah, TV, yeah, power couple. No! This is my real life power couple goals. Fine. They are my you goals. You finish this podcast. <laughs> Listen, just because you were wrong doesn't mean you have to get all antsy pantsy over you. Uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Shut up. I'm not pouting. Her grumpy gills have appeared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go on. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, Kim Press's music is good. I enjoy it. Not my type of thing but i think it's very wonderful nothing past the 60s is your type of thing that's so true I'm gonna take that so i'm not me. a good i'm not a good judge of if it's good music or not but i think it's good just be for the message alone uh-huh i think it's wonderful so two very beautiful young people in the queer community just killing it killing it killing it right now i'm so excited so I thought King Princess is a great jumping off point to talk about other queer musicians. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to Haley Kiyoko. Calm <laughs> down. My lesbian Jesus. Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> Everyone's lesbian Jesus. So I think queer music can be interpreted a few ways. Like, I believe Madonna is queer music, although she is not queer herself. But That's the queer community has adopted her. Why does the queer... Co- I mean, just, like, I wasn't around for all of this, you know? Like, I'm a baby, and I just never... All I listened to was... I am i can't name any of her songs off the top of my head, but I'm sure that I listened to them. You yeah. know, I'm just, like, I never got to be there for the cone bra thing. Yeah. Why is she such a queer icon? Because her music's dope. That's literally what it comes <laughs> down to, I think, is that, you know... Her, 80s she's so 80s and i think uh-huh. the 80s was like this revolutionary time for the queer community where they got to be a little bit more out there and outfits got to get crazier and the drag community like already was existing but got to take off a little bit more and main it like uh-huh it became more mainstream culture, kind of more even though it was a counterculture it was more mainstream it it was seen more okay you know okay okay you need to watch party monster <laughs> obviously what is party monster is that oh, a movie it's, yeah it's this movie based off of a book yeah okay you lost me yeah it has macaulay culkin it's really good uh but it's based off of a true story a very tragic true story i don't want to ruin the the film for you guys but go watch it but it really showcases um kind of the late 80s early 90s kind of crazy counter queer culture boom anyways <laughs> tongue twister so I think okay that, so madonna so madonna i think just kind of fits into that where uh her music was good for one um it was could be played in these clubs that queer people were attending and uh-huh. her outfits were outrageous and her hair was outrageous which just aligned very closely and madonna is good to like queer people right 
Oh, yeah. She's I mean, like she made out with Britney Spears. Meow. You don't remember that? I don't like the you meowed at the end of I that. think it was at the VMAs, I think. Early 2000s VMAs. So, yeah. I mean, the past couple years, there's been, like, positives and negatives to what Madonna has said and done. But in general, she's, she never said, as far as I know, didn't say anything negative about the queer community. Okay. So, I think there's that aspect where it's, like, you have these queer icons that aren't necessarily queer, but they're really, re- like, Barbara Streisand. Oh, Because, yeah. like, musical theater Everybody is... Everybody loves like, Barbara. Yeah, just because musical theater is, again, such a big point in queer culture. So uh-huh. you have people like that. But that's not what I want to talk about. Yay! <laughs> because I want to talk about uh, queer music that is written by queer women, or men, sorry. Uh-huh. I just don't know any off the top of my head because... Barry Manilow. That's okay. He's a little off. I mean, but Barry Manilow's songs weren't written about men. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he just Mandy to be queer. Like he's a queer man, but his music wasn't Look, written. I met him once. Pride of my life. Let's not talk about it. Okay. I kind of okay. want to talk about like this new generation. Oh, okay. Like of current. artists that are creating. They're normalizing. Uh-huh. Queer music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, again, like, you're Barry Manilow. Like, he's queer, so he technically made queer music. Yeah. But it wasn't about queer life. And, like, you could interpret it any way you want. You could be like, yeah, but if you just change the pronouns. <laughs> but if you have to do that, then it didn't really do much for the queer community. So I want to talk about music that's helping the queer community. Okay. So. Tegan and Sarah. I know but like i don't know i mean does any music though i would argue that any music by queer people well i don't know that opens up a hole i guess no i'm saying people can make music Uh uh-huh and it be beneficial just having queer people in the entertainment realm that's always beneficial and and i'm not going to argue that yeah but what i'm saying is wouldn't it be better if queer people made songs about queer circumstances that's a good point you know and i'm and and i get the double-edged sword of like yeah but then you know they can they're in the popular eye so they can speak about the queer Uh community but i just think you know you could do that and make queer actual lyrics true lesbian jesus showed us it's possible but i love tegan and sarah I think Tegan and Sarah really kind of took it off. I feel like they ushered in the new era. Yeah, which is great. I, I like Tegan and Sarah. You're going to have to do the music talking because I just do not get music past. I just, <laughs> oh my gosh, and I love them. And I love that it is not all queer. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, some of the songs, like, I don't think of when I, I like, when I listen to them, I'm just like, this is freaking awesome. I love this song. It doesn't even necessarily have to be, like, all of their music has to be queer. You know, like we said, like, Mm -hmm. they can have non-queer content and queer content. I mean, it's kind of all inherently queer because they are queer. But, like, I just want to jam out to, like, where does the good go? Yeah. But, like, boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of... Again, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, I I want them to be popular because their music is good. Yeah. But I also think that they should push boundaries a little bit, which I think Tegan and Sarah did. I think Tegan and Sarah are, and I feel like it's not as popular, but I see them a lot as activists. 
Yeah. Like, I see them at a lot of events. Not that I see them at the events. I just see, like, lots of pictures of them at the events and stuff. And even though their music isn't just, like, this completely groundbreaking thing, you know, where they're breaking down all these barriers, I do feel like they're... But they are, though. That's, that's the whole point to why I wanted to talk about this, is that the number one thing to push the queer community forward is normalizing queerness. Mm-hmm. If we showcase it in movies properly uh-huh. if we showcase it in music and tv and even something as simple as commercials if we chase normalcy in the queer realm that's what's going to push the community forward so if we have music that talks about queer romance uh-huh. and it just be a normal thing Mm-hmm. That's way more beneficial to the community than just having more queer faces and artists out there. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think there has to be a balance. But luckily, I do feel like a lot of queer musicians and people are just automatically activists and do a lot of activisty stuff. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Eh. Eh. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't know. It it's tough because I know like they're super busy making music and doing tours and you know putting in the work for the actual entertainment side. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I it's tough to know what is their limits to activism, you know? So on yeah. one hand like you can consider their music activism and then on the other hand be like, "Yeah, but you could do so much yeah or so it's much. like you know like a weird random one and i don't think she would come to mind for most people because her music isn't super queer but like miley cyrus like mm. you don't listen to her music and think like oh queer but like she is super lgbt supportive you know that's very true she just like does all you know she has the foundation and stuff and she volunteers and this and that so that's exactly what i love is that she is first and foremost a political activist. Uh-huh. And she uses her entertainment platform for that. Even yeah. though her music, her actual art form, doesn't pertain to that. Yeah. You know, because she doesn't write queer music at no, all. No, no. But she uses it as a way to talk about the things that she wants to talk about. Yeah. So I, I think that's a great example. Which is, yeah, and I don't feel like Miley Cyrus comes to a lot of people's minds. And she's not extremely popular like she used to be lately you know because the party songs and whatnot haven't been hitting the radio but like she's freaking rocking yeah that's a great example i really dig her i thought you were gonna say i'm gonna get them backwards is it demi lovato demi lovato yeah she's the bisexual one right yeah okay so yeah i didn't even think about her yeah I kind of dig her because she's so popular. Uh-huh. So extremely popular. Gay, straight, young, old, everybody <laughs> loves her. Right? I know. Like, literally everybody loves her. So, and I could be wrong because, again, I don't know today's music, but I don't think she writes songs about bisexuality. Correct? Yeah, I don't think so. At least nothing that I've listened to. Nothing that comes to mind. Like, not a big hit. And usually if there were a big hit, we'd hear about it, I'm assuming. If it were a big queer hit. (laughs) Yeah. So, again, somebody... So she's in the queer realm. I think she speaks to bisexuality really well. I always see her on Twitter, like, digging into people being like, you don't know what bisexuality is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not in a mean way. I, I think she does a very eloquent job of Twitter ranting her points. Yeah. 
So I think, again, she doesn't necessarily do queer music, but she has a big queer fan base. She speaks to the queer community very, very well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I wouldn't have thought of her. Yeah. But then she brings on Kehlani to her tour, and then they, like, make out in the bed together. Wait, did that actually happen? Did you see that video? So I forget what song they were singing. And, like, they didn't make out. I should I should retract oh, that. Oh, maybe I did see something But, like, about Demi Lovato's, this. like, on this bed yeah and like kaylani comes and they sing the song they're oh, all Kehlani. they're all snuggle luggled together oh yeah so i mean she does that which i think is better than you know i think yeah. I, i'll never speak negatively about political activism but holy crap when you put it in front of people's faces like that <laughs> i think that does a lot Freaking force them to watch it but that you know, says like- a lot because again she doesn't just have a queer community uh, yeah. But watching herself, she has a straight community and she has an older community, be- like our age to like 30. Yeah. You know, grew up with her yeah. on Disney Channel. So she, <laughs> ha- she has a pretty broad age. She's got the Camp Rock community behind yeah. her. Yeah. Hell yeah. So she has a pretty broad age group. And uh, that is a good point. She, I do think. I think she reaches a lot more people mm-hmm. than somebody like Miley Cyrus. Just like on the music frontier, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that Miley Cyrus doesn't reach other people, but like my parents, they're probably not going to listen to Miley Cyrus. They're like, oh, that's that's Hannah Montana, right? Yeah. She's that girl who twerks. I'm like, yes, mother. But yeah. like Demi Lovato, my mother might be a little more responsive to. Yeah. So I kind of like that. So I think what she does is also very, very beneficial to the impunity because she's not writing queer music so she's opened the gate for you know non-queer people to listen to her and then she's like hey but also there's like this queer thing going on so like let's all (laughs) enjoy it yeah let's enjoy it all together and then having kaylani who i don't know her sexuality but i know she's some form of queer i don't know if she's gay or bisexual i don't that's my fault for not researching she's tattoo sexual have you seen her oh she yeah anyways so to to bring her and give an artist that does write queer songs for queer community yeah that's a give her such idea. a big platform like that is awesome i know because kaylani's young too she's I very young once. she's like 20 or something right yeah she's very young so here's a queer person writing queer songs yeah you know but we gotta talk about number one lesbian jesus Haley kyoko oh my god the love of my life she is Ever so hot Scooby-Doo. right now <laughs> oh my okay zoolander <laughs> yeah she's a goddess she's wonderful yeah that's all Putting you got lightly. she's just, a goddess like, she's jesus she's wonderful she I'm drives me up. crazy i'm too turned on just talking about her <laughs> like i'm already shutting down i want because you came up with the word so i want you to say the word and use it so i'm gonna go Haley kyoko makes you crazy how crazy does she make you and then you're gonna say the word are you ready yeah Haley kyoko makes you crazy how crazy does she make you she makes me Haley Kiloko. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I know that tons of people have thought of this. Like I, I'm. I'm sure gonna give you credit because this. literally, 
I knew nothing about Hailey Kiyoko. Then I saw one of her YouTube videos. It just popped up in my feed. Uh-huh. And I watched it and I immediately started texting you about it. And you're <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I think like two days later, you said the word Hailey Kiyoko. I know. This is a couple years ago. This was like before she was really popping. And yeah. I can't remember. I saw, you know, that's where I saw her. I found her on Tumblr, you know, <laughs> as all little queer bitches do. That sounds like so lame. Tumblr is like the queer Tinder. <laughs> Shut up. I don't even have a Tumblr, but I go on other people's because I like queer And you content. make fun of me for watching people's Snapchats on YouTube, but you do the same thing on Tumblr. Holy shit. Wait, hold on. You're not allowed to mention Tumblr's name. Why? It's like it's like Fight Club. Is it? Re- oh. No, well, just shut kidding. up. Oh my god, I thought you meant like copyright laws or something. No, 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 no. So anyways, I like found her on Tumblr because I was on this girl who runs like a lesbian Tumblr and I was looking at, and you know, there's GIFs or Wait, GIFs. hold on. She runs a lesbian Tumblr? Oh, well, this, just this random person has a Tumblr that is all lesbian content. I thought that was all of Tumblr. Oh, shut up. I thought it was all lesbians and cats. I hate you. Like, I'm not even joking. I'm very confused. No, it's not. It used to be like porn and stuff. There was. Ah! I mean, like, it was softcore porn, really. Ah! Anyways, okay. Keep screaming. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, I saw a GIF or a GIF. I call it a GIF. And I clicked on it, and I was like, what is this? And it was, like, one of the music videos, the early ones. Like, girls. Like, girls or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, one of those really early ones. And I was like, oh, really my gosh. Really early is, like, two years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, my God. That's a girl from Scooby-Doo. What? She did one of the Scooby-Doo movies. She was Velma. No. <laughs> yeah. What Scooby-Doo Look it up. Movie? Look it up to fact check me. But okay. You you talk about your Haley Key loco-ness. It's not like my, it's not even like, I think the most popular Scooby-Doo movie. Anyways, I was like, oh my God, that's Velma. Um, yeah. Look that stuff up. I'm looking her up. Just talk about her. Anyways. And then I saw her music video and I was like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's queer. And, you know, and like Haley Key Loco wasn't in that music video but I freaking love the queer content I think she was like for little parts anyways so then I fell in love and that's my Haley Key Loco did you find her in Scooby-Doo yeah she she was in a Scooby-Doo movie guys but not a good one it's called Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Begins and let me tell you it it doesn't look good okay well no need to shit on it our goddess Haley Key Loco oh my god she really was Velma yeah oh yeah she was Ooh, that is, that's not good, guys. No, I'm, I'm into it. Her in an argyle sweater is what I'm looking at right now. It's like a sleeveless, you know, it's like a tank top style argyle sweater with like a Ooh. white cap sleeve shirt under. I'm, I'm into it. Ooh, guys, I don't know. I think I just felt I harder. I might. Oh, Halloween. You know what we could do? We could watch the Scooby-Doo movie for the Halloween podcast. Brilliant. Ooh, I'm so excited. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, that's how lesbian Jesus was born into my heart. Well, I don't think you're giving her proper credit yet. I mean... Oh, no. She's fucking fantastic on more than just, like, a music front. Yeah. Her music's good. It's It's great. great. (laughs) You like it, and actually, I like it, which is very surprising because I hate music like that. I hate pop i know i oh i hate hate like synthesized i was gonna say that like i hate that kind of stuff but i like hers and maybe it's just because i find her beautiful 
Maybe it's because I know she's gay. I Maybe because like, the videos are wonderful. <laughs> but I, jam, I can jam to her music. I even like her non-explicitly queer stuff. Like, a lot of it's explicitly queer. Yeah. But crazy. Like, I even like one of her... I want to say it was like a song from before the girls... Thought. Anyways, it was called, I think, Bell to Remember. Anyways, it's just even her other mm. stuff I'm into. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, again it's i love her songs help me out what's the one that we always saying about take the jacket like you're you're cold so you wrap up in this jacket (laughs) what's that song oh my god what is that song oh my god the song's curious right yeah yeah, i'm so curious yeah okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i know you always stumble over that i know i always stumble over the lyrics but i love it because again it's normalizing um Something that actually happens. The song Curious is, like, about... Yeah. What? I, I forget. I guess she dated... I think, like, the stories that she dated a girl and then the girl dated a guy, yeah. you know, and she's just like... Was I just your curiosity? In Santa Monica. Yeah, was I just your curiosity? Um, Are you just dating this guy because he takes you to the pier? She's just curious. Is it serious? (laughs) That's. And then I like the music video because at the end, Haley Kiyoko's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go make out with this other. Oh, wait. No, no, no. She doesn't make out with another person. She's like playing around with another person around like a pool table or something. And Mm -hmm. then that girl drags her into the bathroom or one way or the other. Yeah, she ditches her boyfriend. And then they're like making out and stuff. And then Haley Kiyoko's like, I'm out. I don't need this. She's like, peace, sucker. You miss me and then the girl's just like well miss me miss me now he gotta kiss me and then she leaves yeah <laughs> and she's just like i'm out and the girl's just yeah. like my, my wtf mate my tank top strap is halfway off what do i do <laughs> right so i think her music um is really great because it tells a story which is usually what i look for in music like i hate just like random lyrics mm-hmm. that's what drives me crazy about today's music is that it doesn't tell a story yeah that's fair um, and her album cover, side note, album cover, amazing. The one where she's looking you at You are just naked. not going to let me get a Haley Kiyoko thought out, I'm are sorry. you? Because you're just going to be like, yeah, but did you see her legs? I just have, have you so seen her many dance? opinions. Like, I have so many opinions. Like, I want to be the girl on the album cover that's, like, naked, and you can just see the back, like, of her body and stuff. And yeah. Haley Kiyoko just stares at me, like, <laughs> looking at me like a little art piece, like, critiquing. Uh, that's true. Yeah, the album cover is... A work of art. Is a work of art to <laughs> say the least because i think it has like a double entendre to it because it's like yeah it's sexy Uh uh-huh like it speaks to like oh yeah the queer community would love to have uh a queer woman staring at a naked woman yeah but also i think it kind of speaks to like hey this is kind of what the music industry does and i'm gonna take it for the queer community i'm just keeping with the sexy part but sure you know because like a lot of rap albums and i'm not saying rap's bad i don't even want to go into that Uh but they do have these kind of womanizing covers to say the least yeah a lot of songs in general or music genres and yeah not just rap but even like a lot of like indie rock bands Uh uh-huh you know like 80s metal obviously had pretty grotesque yeah album covers pretty much everybody but like john mayer Who's here to woo you? Yeah, but then he he sings songs that are also a little uh Your body is the wonderland. Yeah. But like his little album covers are just like 
nothing yeah so i mean like we could say like all genres so i think it's kind of but her genre specifically kind of like this what would you call it like electro pop i guess yeah i don't know my genre dance i I listen to everything dance pop whatever it is um i think (laughs) there is a lot of like womanizing within that community because it's Uh like come on girl get on that dance floor oh you're so sexy like i feel like that's a lot of like the songs (laughs) right i know i could i could be the next Haley. obviously neither of us can sing no but like those songs do say those things so i think the album cover um is great because a it's sexy so it's Uh awesome and then b i think it also speaks to like hey men stop it See, I don't think it speaks to that, but I'll run with you. You'll run, whatever. That's fine. We'll <laughs> talk not, about this later. <laughs> I'm the Haley Kiyoko expert, obviously. Uh, so. okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tweet her, see what she says about it. <laughs> you don't have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. Um, so, yeah, so what I was saying is I think her songs tell a story, which is why I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And then they tell a queer story, which is why I enjoy them even more. And telling a queer story so well like it's it's like a fun song usually yeah oh yeah um it's just great obviously but the videos like we gotta give her some props because she directs most of them herself so not only is she um an amazing dancer an amazing song writer producer whatever you want to call her an amazing artist but she also can do the art form of like visually yeah, like, Sleepover was really good, because she directed yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. And then did she direct her one with Kehlani? I I feel as though she did. I think so. I could be wrong. But anyways, like, Sleepover, I think, was the first one. I mean, I'm sure she has a heavy hand in whatever mm-hmm. she does, because I feel like, I don't know, it's all amazing. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Sleepover was fantastic. Yeah, so just the fact that, like, she has a story to tell. She tells it, and then she visually makes that story come to life. Just kind of shows you that how much she cares about this community and how much she wants to put it out there. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Because she could have a really bad video that doesn't really showcase the song, but just shows, oh, look, women are kissing. Right. Like, oh, like, they're, like touching each other sexually into this yeah men are staring creepily in the background she could make that video to her songs Uh but she doesn't she Mm -hmm. could make that video to sell it but she doesn't she wants to tell the story so not only does she make it how do i say it it sounds great Uh but it looks good so it's kind of like a mini movie to me and i think that's why i enjoy her so much because you know i preach about it all the time i'm like Ah, like, pro- like positive queer representation uh-huh. is all we need at this point. Like, that's all I want is just positive queer representation. And to have somebody like Haley Kiyoko doing that yeah. in all realms is amazing. Yeah, that's a good point. She does represent on a lot of different fronts. And yeah. she wears a Hawaiian shirt like a boss, so. I know, and her clothes are so good. In a genre that has notoriously kind of been anti-queer, anti-women, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's great. I love it. And also she's a great dancer and I love to see her body move. <laughs> <laughs> so Haley Kiyoko is my number one, but I think there's a lot of of other people. Like we didn't mention Halsey, but she's pretty cool. Oh, she's freaking awesome. You know, I love the way she talks about the community and also being um, bisexual is kind of 
is really difficult. We've mentioned it a few times. Being bisexual is difficult for being a woman. And I like that she addresses it. Yeah, she really does talk about the troubles of bisexuality, <laughs> you know, and not to say troubles as in, like, oh, it's bad to be bisexual, but, yeah. like, it's difficult to be a bisexual woman, especially in the music industry, an industry that, ooh, is terrible towards women and sexualizes women, and bisexuality is overly sexualized. Yeah. So she has, like, all these things thrown at her, and then she's still like, hey, F off, I'm gonna write a song about bisexuality. Hell yeah. It's wonderful so we suggest Haley kyoko we suggest halsey we suggest demi lovato um king princess is gonna blow up guaranteed guaranteed who else did we we didn't mention it oh uh no i think that's all we mentioned right kehlani kehlani that was the other one oh yeah yeah so go listen to their music enjoy it uh spread the word just because i think again having music that normalizes queer culture um is just the perfect positive representation that the community needs heck yeah need anything else do you need to get any more key loco-ness out no i love her that's all she's so pretty (laughs) (laughs) perfect well i guess that does it for another episode of queer bait podcast make sure you follow us on apple podcast you can find us on spotify officially we're on there um again (laughs) podbean is our host site so you can do that make sure you subscribe write a review about us make sure to give us those five stars or thumbs up or whatever it is on that but until then stay Stay queer. queer